Gilberts. Welcome to my live call with a question. Should I put my family or my children in my business, specifically in my network marketing business? For those of you that do not know me, I've been involved in network marketing over 40 years. I share a lot of what I've learned in my journey on these live calls. I started in this business totally broke. I sold a junk truck to get started, put $200 into my business, and I've been in network marketing full-time for the last 28 years so if you're interested keep listening um, I'm gonna talk about this question in a second but I'm gonna acknowledge some people joining I normally do this at 9 o'clock but I had to start a little later tonight so let's see who's gonna come out and that is to Wow from Orlando good to see you conform me boy you'll have to teach me how to pronounce your First thing, send me a message. <laughs> nice to see you. Oh my gosh, nice to see you. Mark from Virginia, Daisy from Miami, John Perez from Miami. And who else have we got? And John from Baltimore, good to see you on the call. And Ingi from Indonesia, country of Indonesia, nice to see you. Good morning to you in Indonesia, Bibi. And San Antonio, Texas, good to see you. Michael um, Smith in Texas, good to see you. Gary, uh, nice to see you in Naples, Florida. Hope you're doing well. And uh, Verus, uh, good to see you as well this evening. And Esleen from uh, Houston, Texas, good to see you as well. Yetalai from Northeast India, nice to see you. And George from New York City, good to see you. Ray Combs out there in Washington State. <clears throat> He's getting ready to get shut down, man. <laughs> At least, are they still planning on doing that, shutting down the state and treating it like a different country? Um, some of these politicians have lost, lost their minds. Hadass in Winnipeg, California. Nice to see you, Lucy in Texas. Brenda in Seattle. Um, okay, good to see you. And Fosley, good to see you in Malaysia, in the country of Malaysia. Anna in Coral Springs, Florida. And so, oh wow, I can't, from India. Nice, I can't, that's a lot of uh, letters. For, forgive me if I can't pronounce that right now. And Arlene from uh, either Philadelphia or the Philippines. Roger Burnus from the Philippines for sure. And Yetalai, Northeast India. Good to see you. Uh, yeah, I saw that Ray, California just extended. They won't, the people won't put up with it. It's stupid, you know. Uh, if they were an island, okay, that might work. Uh, but they're in a country surrounded by other states and, you know, it'll never work. Anyway, hadas, uh, nice to hear from you as well. So, I hope everyone's having a beautiful week. It's, you know, spring. Spring's a great metaphor because it's a time for change. And sometimes change is good, right? Change for your business. Change the way you do things. Vicki, nice to see you. Change for, uh, in terms of different goals that you want to see. But, it, but it's about an awakening. And then sometimes it's just about saying, you know what? I'm ready for something different. And I want to be different. And I'm willing to commit to that. So I, I think spring is, is such a great metaphor uh, for many of us in, in this business and, 
and as I mentioned, I've been doing this for 40 years, uh, almost 28 full time now. But anyway, so this is a question that comes up. How many of you have ever had this question? Uh, or you've asked yourself this question? You know, should I put my family in the business? Um, that could be your mother, your grandmother, your uncles, uh, your spouse, your children. Should I put them in my business? And so um, there's not a, uh, you know, just a, a, a total yes to this and there's not a total no to this. But there is a yes and there is a no. There is a what to do and then there is a what not to do. And that's what we have to pay attention, uh, I guess, to, you know, in this. So here's the thing that let's talk about um, the, uh, that's right, Rans. Yeah, that's right. In order to change, you have to change. In order for things to get better, you got to get better. Jim Rome. that's right. Um, so um, all of you have different compensation plans in your companies, right? And they all have requirements. You have to perform. And that's what it, it's a performance profession, right? And so what we have to understand is that that usually that performance is linked to the people that you enroll and you sponsor, right? So what happens, and this is the, the downside to it that I'm talking about, is that when we stack relatives, when we stack relatives, when we want to do something for gra Grandma Amos, whatever her name is, okay? For granny we want to do it for granny we want to create a residual income for granny okay and so we put granny frontline and then we start putting people that of course it, we're not going to just leave great you know we, we put granny in but we can't leave grandpa out right no we got to put grandpa in there too so let's you know and of course we got to make him subservient to granny right that's the proper thing to do here, okay? Because everybody worships granny, right? And so, and then you put the workers somewhere down below. And then they end up being on your third level, fourth level. <clears throat> what happens is, in a lot of cases here, first of all, who's going to maintain the auto ship for grandma? You, probably. And for grandpa? Uh, you, probably. And uh, so there's that cost, right? And no doubt in your, in, in, in your compensation plan of, on qualifications, you can actually push your qualifying volume away from yourself. And that's what, what can happen. Um, some compensation plans are what they call breakaways because that once you have a group, that achieves a certain amount of volume, then they break off and then you have to get new people for your qualifying volume. Then you have to maintain, yes, grandma, grandpa, you gotta maintain that group. See, again, we gotta go back to the fact that we are a performance profession. That means everybody that is taking 
a seat or a space in the team has to be a contributor. If they're not a contributor, that means you got to do it. You got to do it. And that's the downside when we try to do it for relatives. Yes, we love them. We love them. But let me give you an, a, a solution to what to do about that. That, uh, that love complex that we have, okay? But, and, and here's the thing. Am I guilty of it? Absolutely. I've been guilty of it. Not so much with, uh, I have done it for relatives. I really have. Um, but I've done it for friends. I've done it for people who've been with me in other companies that didn't work out. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, no, leave no one left behind kind of guy. So I throw them all over my shoulders and I'm, I'm taking them right out of the field. Right. And I'm, and I'm saying, Hey, we're going to get you patched up, man. We're going to, we're going to get, we're going to find a company that's going to treat us right. They're going to, you know, and we're going to do it. Uh, the problem is that they just keep focusing on their wounds. They don't get over their wounds. And, uh, I can remember 21 years ago when I worked my last company that I stacked, I mean, I went about four or five deep, just boop, 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 putting people in that were in that situation in companies that didn't work out. And guess what? You know, um, still true today. I, you know, I, I can think of one leg that, uh, that they're under that, you know, that's under them. That leg can do $15 million a month. Guess what they're doing? Nothing. Nothing. Think about it. You know a stock that's going to go big on the market, right? You got advanced knowledge. What are you going to do? You're going to take every dollar you have and buy that stock. Because when it goes ballistic, then you know the outcome. You're gonna you're gonna be a great uh, benefactor of all that wealth, right? Or you know where an oil well is. You know where it is. The only thing you got to do is buy an oil drill. That's all you got to do. Drill, baby, drill. It's that kind of situation, right? And you would think that would motivate them. Nah. Doesn't motivate them. Doesn't motivate them. Total insanity. I don't get it. So the thing that uh, I learned from some of those experiences is you cannot do it for somebody. You cannot do it for somebody. And I remember when I had a relative reach out to me once and say, hey, you know, I really want to, you know, join you in this. I want to do what you do. And I'm like, hey, hey, you know, I, I, I get that. I get that. But I want you to understand something. I wasn't like my father. I love him, you know, to love him, you know, crazy love him, but I wasn't like him. And you don't have to be like me. You be you, whatever that is. Whatever your passion is, follow it. Whatever you're passionate about. But, you know, it's just one of those things that we have to know and understand that as bad as you want it for a relative to stack them into your business is not a good thing. 
unless they are going to be a contributor and they're really going to work it. Now, if they're going to do that, then that's fine. But I, what I'm saying is, but if you're doing this to help financially support granny, grandpa, your mother, your father, um, here's, here's what I recommend and here's an action step. The best thing you can do, don't put them in. I want you to keep your builders as close to you as you can, as close to you as you can. And then what I want you to do is go out and build a humongous business and then you're going to get a humongous check. And then what you can do is you can give some of that money to your father, your mother, your grandma, your grandpa. That's the best way to do it. Because otherwise you're going to go crazy and you're going to feel so bad. And, and, and the, and the thing is, this is family, right? And why you want to feel bad about family? Again, we set that up. They didn't, they probably didn't even ask and we set it up. But what we did was we set ourselves up for a lot of trouble and a lot of anxiety. It's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Now, on the other hand, if you have, let's just say, let's just say if you have a child or, or son, daughter, whatever, I'm talking about of a mature age and, uh, they have followed you, they have watched what you've done and maybe travel the world with you, or let's just say they just see you at home. Okay. Doing the business, doing what you do, zoom calls, whatever. Okay. And they see that and they say, you know what? I want to do what you do. Okay. Well then here's the thing that I would do. And I did this with my son. My son is a six figure income earner in my downline. And he has an international business. Uh, by the way, when I traveled, I took him with me. He saw me speak to thousands and thousands of people many times in countries I traveled to. So he understood that it took effort to do that. He saw me get on phone calls, talk to people, uh, conference calls, Zoom calls. I mean, all everything, right? He saw it all. Um, saw my frustration, maybe sometimes with people. <laughs> I remember when I lived on the island of Guam, there's, there was a guy right down the beach who had a beach bar right there. And, uh, he was probably one of the most corrupt people, but you know, I didn't sponsor him. He was just in my team. And, you know, I, I remember some challenging times, you know, when he would come by the house and we'd have to have a, I'd have to have a very direct talk about the importance of integrity, honesty in your business. I ended up getting them terminated. I mean, it was not a good thing. So my son saw things that put me, you know, I, I just don't like being in those kind of situations, but you know, things I had to step up into. So I said, okay, so here's the thing, then I'll support you, but here's what I expect you to do. I want you to treat this as a business. And that means that I, I don't look for me to tell you to show up. Don't look for me to tell you, you need to do this and why you need to do this or when you need to do this. I expect you to have your own schedule every day. And then when you need help, sure, reach out because that's what I'm here for. But understand this, when it comes to this business, I'm not your father, I'm your upline.
And I get that line from my own father because I remember when I, my father ran a factory. He ran a factory and when I got out of high school, I uh, got a job there at his factory. And he told me, he said, son, I, I just want to tell you, you know, before you go in tonight, I want you to understand something. And I was working third shift. Yeah, I, he didn't let me get first shift, right? I wanted first shift. Well, guess what? You have to have seniority, time in the plant, time in the factory in order to have those privileges to move to a first shift. Okay. And he said to me, he said, uh, he said, I want to tell you something before, when you, before you go in tonight at the, at the factory, you're just another worker at my home. You're my son. So that was sort of the conversation I had with my son as well. I said, look, when it comes to this business, I want you to understand I'm your upline. I'm not your father, but when you're at home and we're not doing the business, I'm your father. The thing is, if we let our kids think we're going to do it for them and build it for them, um, which no doubt, you know, we've done a lot for them. We raised them through the years, right? Did a lot. They didn't have to do much to get what they got, right? Then it's so easy to carry that over into this. And I'm just telling you, yeah. You know, it's hard to build it for yourself. And then, and then I remember saying that to him too. I said, look, it's hard. It was hard enough for me to build it for me. I don't want to build it for you. You got to build it for you. So that is what I would advise you to do. <laughs> if you have a child that's, you know, or a son or daughter, I say child, you know, I'm talking about they need to be a mature age. And generally most network marketing companies require that they're, I don't know, 18 years and, or if you, maybe 20, I'm not really sure. Companies have different, re, different requirements, but the thing is get that across of what you expect and, and let them know right up front. I'm not going to build it for you. It was hard enough for me to build it for me. I think it's a great thing. You know, if you have, I mean, my wife is a, you know, she's a very serious uh, income earner in my company. And, um, so I have her, I have my son, uh, I have other leaders that have a lot of their siblings and family that are involved in the business and some perform more than others. Some hit higher ranks than others. The main thing that we have to understand is that when, you know, for it to work, they have to contribute for it to work. They have to be committed. It's like anybody. But once we stack our family in there without that understanding, you're headed for trouble and you're not going to like what's going to happen. And then it creates family problems too. Then they might resent the fact that you didn't build it for them, right? Okay. So again, and, and, and the beauty is when they do build it, when they do build it, then they own it. They own the story. The story isn't that my dad did it or my mom did it. The story is my story. I did it. And this is what I did. And this is what I overcame. And this is what I learned. So those are my thoughts tonight. I wanted to share with you on this call tonight and, uh, you know, keep that in mind. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. It's going to be a shorter call tonight.
but I look forward to seeing you tomorrow there. Uh, a lot of great things going on right now. Um, you know, this is a time that people really need to step up, be positive, show courage, show leadership, um, wherever you live in your countries. Um, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of opportunity that's happening right now. So don't look for what's wrong, look for what's right. Don't look for what you don't have, look at what you have. And most importantly, what you can give to it. So I'll see you tomorrow night and I appreciate, thank all of you for getting on. It's been a pleasure. See you then.